Welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, I am uh, your glorious host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, are the uh, very uh, stunningly, almost, you know what, I'm going to say the the uh, the Barbie doll we all wish we had, Miss Rebecca. Really? Call yeah. me a Barbie yeah. again. Call me a Barbie again. No, I'll you're, make you the, you're the special edition Barbie everyone wants to collect. John, I thought you were a Barbie girl. Yeah. I'm a Barbie girl. In my Barbie In world. a bar Barbie world. Wrapped Life in plastic. plastic. That is Shep. There's Shep. There's also a Shep. <laughs> Come on, that Come was on boy in the Brickleberry world. Ah, 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 yeah. So, oh my god, I love that song. Um, same. Uh, I know every word, unfortunately. I'm not going to blame my daughter, but uh, it's my daughter's fault. Anyway. Come on, Johnny. Uh, to... Let's go party. If, if you're wondering why we're singing that song, uh, tonight's episode is a very special episode about uh, early millennium rock. That's what we're talking about, right? The so we're going to wear flannel and, and talk all about ennui and how much we hate our parents and how much we love Kevin Smith. Yes. Mm, but I'm that is not the subject tonight. Yeah. I was oh, okay. say, we were going to do that, but that is not the subject tonight. Uh, Chef, what are we talking about? You, Dolly Boy. <laughs> we're talking Dolly about Dollification. And there has been some like confusion, like when we when we first rolled this, about whether or not we were, we were talking about like the real sex dolls. And we are not talking about sex dolls. We are talking about people turned into dolls, being dollified, and then sex with them, being dolled up, dolled. <laughs> as it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are going wow, to learn. Look at, uh, I know. I'm coming look. out with the puns today. Ooh, are you punning it up? I am putting it up. Is it hot? Do you like it? It is hot. I'm, I'm into that punny. <laughs> Here's looking at you, dollface. I'm putty in your punny. Hmm. I actually don't mind being called dollface. Or sweet cheeks. I know that's weird, well, but... Well, I mean, when they, get, when they get that perfect shade of red, I mean, they are quite sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, Wait, strawberry, like strawberry <laughs> sweet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, anyway, dollification. <laughs> what? No, sure. We can, we can, we can sidetrack for a while. I'm, I'm down for that. Oh. What, what, what rabbit hole did you want to go down, Rebecca? <laughs> no, we're good. So dollification. So do you know anybody that is into dollification? I do. Well, first let me tell you what dollification is. Dollification is actually a um, transformative fetish where either you enjoy turning somebody into a doll or being turned into a doll yourself. And this is very, like, you know, not to be confused with sissification, but along the same line, especially if it's somebody who is a male who wants to be turned into a doll, uh, it's very popular. But this is, like, the act of being transformed into an inanimate doll where you have to be posed and moved by your partner or you want to control somebody like this. This is, like the old one of the most ultimate levels of submission you could possibly think of 
I don't know if ultimate. I think it's one of the more extreme part, the more yeah. deeper parts. I don't think it's the ultimate. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. I meant like this is like every aspect is controlled. What you wear, how you look, your makeup, hair, even to the point of your motions. Like, you know, you can't move on your own. You are reliant to be moved by your partner. And, no motions um, of the ocean for you. No motion of the ocean. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of I kind of dig this fetish. It's very much in the uh, uh, ship. I don't know if you remember back when we talked about transformation fetish. This is, you know, very much in the same vein of being transformed from a human to a doll. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's like uh, the movie Chucky with less murder. Or we hope it's less murder. I think um, we should mm, we should associate it with a more pleasurable movie that actually goes along with this topic perfectly. The movie Mannequin. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think about that. The movie Mannequin. Yeah, Except in reverse. Yes. Well, see, it's Mannequin in reverse because yeah. it's taking a human and turning them into a mannequin. Yes, but indeed. There, There's some uh, level of, like... Childlike wonderment in this, like it's not just like an adult mannequin, but maybe like turning them into like what a child would own kind of doll. Right. I just uh, thought about that movie and the way how you know sometimes she's real, sometimes she's a mannequin posed. I was like, it made me think. I wonder if people with this fetish were really into that movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, very possibly into uh, this style of movie. So. And is that why some some kids, some people, they get really enamored with the actual mannequins? Because it kind of is a representation or kind of an entryway into this dollification or fetish, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely could be. It could be, um, honestly, one of those innocence, like yes. they almost that childlike innocence, uh, without being like a creepy pedophile person by any stretch of the means. Uh, a lot of times we'll refer to like a subgenre of uh, sub and doms as littles, mm -hmm. where they like to be uh, taken care of and treated as like you know very nurturing and i think this is probably a step above that as far as like where it goes yeah i mean you have you have the littles that like to be the kids so of course yeah. this would be almost go hand in hand with them as far as they wanting to be picked up dolled out and yeah. one step away from the whole posing, being put into poses scenario. Yeah, and absolutely. And I, I feel like a lot of this is... Um... So Lost anyway, with, uh, I did. I kind of just trailed off for a second. I had like a brain fart. But with solidification, I think just the, you know, the idea of being owned and loved by somebody, a lot of, a lot of this... When I was looking up dollification, and I actually have a friend who is very much into this, they're, they're, they have a transformation fetish. 
and mm-hmm. the the part of that. receiving or doing both their switch uh-huh. and, and so i kind of got an idea of both into it uh she actually prefers uh like if she's going to be the doll being the female but if uh she switches she wants you know to add sissification in that she wants her male partner to be uh sissified along and by sissification i mean like uh very daintily cross-dressed it's almost it's almost a form of uh degradation we've actually talked about this in a past episode yeah indeed sir oh yeah so go back and listen to that episode to learn more about that (laughs) um but a lot of the charm that she really digs out of it is the ownership and love so. Yeah, and and also I can see it as a um, a feed of attention, because someone is giving you that deep level of attention and to detail to all your aspects and such. Yeah, oh, you're absolutely. being nurtured. You're being nurtured. Like, think. I mean, I I know. Like, I I mean, I'm not saying that only girls play with dolls, but I was a girl who had dolls and. You brush their hair and you want them to be pretty and you like to play and it's somebody who's always there and it's that comfort too it's comfort for the person who is being a doll and it's somebody who's also you know dressing the other person up as it's like that comfort for each other that constant companion so it's a it's a very i think this is a fetish that is a little bit more than sexual it's a lot it's very emotional it's very, very much a constant companion of friendship. I can see the appeal of that. Like, mm-hmm. Love on me. Make me pretty. Here's my pretty doll. Yeah. Yes, but, no, you know, this is, this is, that's exactly, exactly what it is. Yeah, I, I, I see the fascination of the dollification. We just don't want to uh, think about it and um, you don't want to do, uh, like, putting them on a pedestal and idolizing them though, because that actually, I, f- I can see that leading more into a negative uh, relationship there. Well, I think if it's, if it's kept in the play of like, hmm. this is an aspect of kink, not necessarily your only fetish. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was talking to this person and like I said, it's a kink of theirs. It's not necessarily a well. They you know they refer to it as a fetish, but it's it's not one of those extreme fetishes where they have to have this. It is a fetish that they really uh, get aroused by it, but it is not a necessity. So it's yes. like one of yes. those things are we could do this or we don't have to do this. But I'm absolutely down for this type of life. Like they don't live that life twenty four seven. And you know, like I said, there's a lot of people who do. They live the life twenty four seven. This individual. It, you know, it's very like, no, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. As, as they scoot away all their uh, very lifelike dolls. And I'm yeah. just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> this also makes me wonder of how many all the um, the street performing statues you see all over the place are, might be into this kind of scenario since they are living statues in their, in their mean, work life. <laughs> honestly. And you would be surprised, like, uh, if you enjoy a fetish, you find a way to keep it in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have this fetish, that's a great way to practice this fetish without, you know, practicing this fetish. And, you know, maybe the attention you seek is just 
the positive reaction of other people being a doll because and um, I think a lot to do with this fetish in particularly is how it develops is you are missing either the connection you know you're missing that nurturing connection mm-hmm. or when you were developing like either you were a late developer or you had a huge imagination you kept your dog and you truly loved and appreciated them and you know i look back and i remember some of the stuffed animals i had some toys i had that i so unconditionally loved that if those toys came alive and started murdering people i'd probably still be like but i love it <laughs> I love, I love that's them. where you go. You don't yeah, go you always go to and Chucky. say when you like Toy Story. No, you go like your your dolls come alive like Chucky and murder people. Okay. What can I, what and can then I, I tried to I, fight that off a little bit with some, you know, actual what I'm saying, like, dollification I, movie. I, I was it that's reverse dollification. Um I was just trying to think the, you know, the unconditional love. This thing yes. can do no wrong. And sometimes Wanting to be that doll and be owned by somebody is wanting, needing, you know, to feel like they're unconditionally loved. Because I don't know if you guys look back, you remember your toys, but some people unconditionally love their toys. Like, just no conditions. They were the greatest thing ever. They're your best friends. I, I was really toy fixated. Him. Yeah. I, I was never I was never really toy my Legos, but I mean, I was very I was a bookworm. I loved my I escaped into books more than I did. I mean, I had Barbies and My Little Pony, but I wasn't like I didn't unconditionally love them like I love my books. See, <laughs> yeah. she was a closet Barbie girl. Uh, I I had a stuffed animal, Littlefoot from the uh, movie The Land Before Time. And it was my best friend for a lot longer than a child should have a toy. Um, So I can completely understand this side of the fetish of where that, you know, wanting to feel what the love that you give your toy given to you. Which is where I think a lot of times where people develop these fetishes. Okay, this is going to sound punny. It is not meant to be punny, but it is going to sound that way. I don't believe you. I'm going into this waiting for the pun. <laughs> I feel like people that are into this, because I, looking at it in that whole unconditional, like, you know, relationship you have with your dolls and, and, and whatnot, it's a very no strings attached type of fetish like that person cares for you or you let that person do what they want with no expectation that's what dolls are they are the 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 object and the thing that loves you unconditionally with no strings no expectations just be who you are and is fully accepting and i can see why people are into that like mm-hmm. I just want to say, you know? there's a no strings on me. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> I think also, I don't know, and I could be wrong, because, I mean, you've actually, I've actually talked to your friends, but I think that 
somebody who's into dollification is not only into the praise and the the pampering but also into the they maybe question who they are or have like an imposters and like a an a, an insecurity so to allow somebody to dress you how they want and to pose you how they want and that alleviates that insecurity because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're insecure it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you like or what you are because this other person is going to make you whatever they want you to be you are a, a blank slate to them and you can be whoever you want to be as long as it's what they want exactly and all of a sudden they can be actually... impressed when they see you and be like Wow, you could even freeze that into place like a statue, huh? Nice. Yeah, that's that's very spot on. I mean, it's this is like a pleasing kink because I can imagine. Yeah, if I were the doll, you know, and looking at that mindset, you are like a, a praise and pamper type of kink. Yeah, I am exactly how you want me to be. You are going to do my hair the way you like it. You're going to do my makeup the way you like it. You're going to dress me the way you like and then pose me the way you enjoy. Everything about who I am as a person is to your liking as my partner. Because that's the way I like it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I think, well, that might fight a lot of anxiety because a lot of times when when you're in a relationship or when you're with a partner – Am I doing what this person wants? Am I? Do I look the way they want? Am do they like it when I move like this? This takes that anxiety away. It, 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 it's almost a freeing aspect of I don't have to worry about that. I know I'm exactly what they want because they made me this way. And I, I mean, that's sort of why I like being a sub. I enjoy the sub aspect. I mean, I can switch, but I enjoy it because I'm not having to. That that gives me anxiety. I'm like, okay, because I'm a planner, and I'm an, I'm like I like I don't have to think. I don't have to. I'm like, you want me to do what? Okay, I'll do that. Sure, tell me what you want. I will give it to you. Like, just don't make me think about it. And it really just, is very freeing. Just do me the way yeah. you want what you really really want oh no really weird that's where we are tonight okay <laughs> that's where we went that's where he went don't wrap me in that really <laughs> don't put me oh, in that okay. box you're smiling right. it's okay i am right <laughs> you you join me in the ride so it's okay <laughs> so i had a lot of fun learning about this one because this is one of the fetishes that I went into knowing absolutely nothing. Like, I had a lot of pre... Like, I had a lot of ideas. But I was wrong on a lot of them. Isn't that usually how we are with most of these kinks? Mm-hmm. And I love it. <laughs> I love being wrong because then I get to learn. And... You learn very well how wrong you are. Yes, good job, boy. No, now, now I'm kind of into this. Like I, I like it. I yeah. Like the idea of the total submission. I can see you being into this. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, and the person really has to be a creative-minded person to come up with these creations. Lots of fun. I bet it would be tons of fun. Not mm-hmm. for a logic brain. I don't have a creative bone in my body. <laughs> That's not true. Don't listen to that junk. He doesn't like to express them. Mm-hmm. 
I've been to planning meetings uh, with Mr. Shep. He has logic creative mind. He just doesn't like to express it. That's part of his anxieties, and that's okay. Doesn't like to express it. I mean, is unable to, perhaps. Yeah. But no, I, I think this 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 really heavily plays into ah. role play. Mm-hmm. And I love role play. Role play is probably one of my favorite games. Know your role, and we shall play. Mm-hmm. Because I can imagine laying the clothes out. And as the person, you know, you're seeing this, I'm like, I'm going to dress you in this. Sitting down, and of course, you know, the doll in the mirror. Like, I, I played out this whole fantasy, and I'm 110% sold on just... This is not just like one of those, let me slap my ass and call me Sally, and then that's our kink. This makes this me think like, to- back to all the times when you did the, the female dress-up uh, scenarios. I wonder how much you would have been into it if someone else would have been doing the dressing up for you. No, actually, a whole lot. Like, I feel like this would be one where John would totally be into it as the sub. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd switch this up to one... be a doll. Yeah. No, I I I have thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, because I do enjoy cross dressing, and I love like a, a lot of times when I do. Um, when I do cross dress, I have a friend of mine do my makeup because I. He wants to be it. pretty woman. He wants to be live the pretty woman scenario. <laughs> so this this will be a fetish. I'd have to say that I am on both sides of that fence. I love it. I want to play yeah. in this yard. I want to play in that yard. I want to be the doll. I want to own the doll. Uh, and I think that would be a lot of fun because one, I do I do very much love nurturing, but. There's also a dark side that I wanted to get into of uh, the degradation side. Of... Don't do clown makeup. Anything no. clown makeup. No, we're not, not doing clown makeup. No, <laughs> no, this is. But you could go the other direction of uh, casting aside your toys and using this as like, you're my doll. I'm done playing with you. I'm putting away my toys. Uh, you're just a toy to me. Very, you know, degrading. I mean, I'm not saying that this is always a case, but this is this is one of those uh, role-playing kinks that has both sides of the spectrum. Of very yeah. loving. But it sounds like you are uh, as the as the wheel turns around. You are all for it, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you know, I don't, I don't, I could never, I could never give the degradation side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, be the person to degradate. But, I mean, you know, I'm one of those people, I'm like, eh, I could get behind just being a, a fuck toy. He, he's ready to go to Dolly World. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I understand Dollywood that. is great. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm sure his Dolly would make a wood. His Dolly would make uh, a wood. <laughs> but that's something, like, you know, I wanted to touch on is just, this is not just a nurturing role play. You could go on a darker, you know, more degradation role of I'm going to dress you up, I'm gonna pretty up, I'm gonna play with you until I am bored. And then put you away. Like I'm going to use you at for my enjoyment. And, you know, I don't care about your pleasure. You're just a toy. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, like I said, there's there's a lot of aspects to this fetish. And, you know, like I said, it's probably not as popular, but when I was doing research, I did find that this is also a thing a lot of these people very much enjoy uh, having. It's, it's, again, it's, I like it this way, I like it that way. We both like the same thing, just different sides of it. If any fetish is just multiple layers and multiple ways of coming at the same fetish. So, I yeah. think. So, yeah. I don't know. There, there, there is a side, you know, personally with myself, I wouldn't mind being used as a doll and then cast aside. You used me to get off. That was the only thing you needed me for. Is for your enjoyment, and then I'm nothing. And I don't know, maybe it's just because uh, my brain is broken, and I'm pretty okay with that, but yeah, I'm like, <laughs> alright. Alright. Uh, I could get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. But, so, I think that pretty much well covers it. Now I, I kind of want to know what y'all is like take away from this, or if this is something that you would participate in. Would you um, be a doll, or would you own a doll? I think this is one of the few ones where I would do both. I would switch. Um pretty easily i think this is one because i do have an active imagination and i do find that the playfulness part of it fun and i'm a very nurturing person so i can see myself switching on this one um and, yeah. and getting enjoyment out of both like where i'd be where i'd actually truly be okay switching um but yeah i think it'd be fun um as long as it I ends don't... with oh what a lovely tea party this as long as it ends with an O. <laughs> Miss Lambda is expecting me for tea. Um, I. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I don't think this is one that I would want to do often. I think this is would be one of those. Uh, you know, let's change it up. Let's do something fun, something light. You know, this that would be mine. So, what about you, Chef? <laughs> I couldn't be the one to doll someone up uh, because again I, I couldn't I don't think I could be that creative with the um, scenario on the receiving end I mean I don't know I, I do have trouble picking out uh, clothes sometimes so. hmm. <laughs> I feel like Shep would be a good doll mm-hmm I feel like Shep would be a very good doll. I am a good doll doll. You are a good doll. I think you both would be very good dolls. Can I play with you? Can you be my dolls? Can I play yes. with you? I don't, I yes. don't, I don't, you don't have to put any other stimulus. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a big yes. 100%. Uh, no, since uh, it's you, I guess. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no. I think this is one of those fetishes where being a dom is not necessarily being what you and you know what you picture as a dom. So it's easier to switch back and forth. Mm -hmm. Because you know, a lot of people who are not switches they have a hard time going. I'm not a switch. I don't know if I could dominate somebody, or I am not a submissive. I don't know if I could, you know, submit to somebody. 
But this doesn't really require submission. This is more of a playful, nurturing experience. On so, both parts. Yeah. Yeah. As I long like as it. you take all precautions, be aware of everyone's levels and limits. Flexibility. Remember, the articulating arm was not invented for a while, so. <laughs> I do. You wear poses that cut Kung that uh, cut off blood supply to any any appendages. Yes. I do come with kung fu action though. So. Oh, nice karate chop! I do. I, I do a karate chop. Uh, I remember having the Barbie that. that had the articulating knee that clicked. That was that was awesome. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah. You guys ready to find out what we're going to be talking about next week? You guys ready? I'm always ready. John, have you already? Been? I'm always ready. I'm always ready. Sure you have. All right there, dollface. Uh, spinning that wheel. <laughs> From around, now on, around, you must address okay. me as dollface or sweet cheeks. <laughs> it's just dollface or sweet cheeks. <laughs> dollface. You or guys sweet. heard it first. <laughs> I don't know. I'll mix in some Rebecca in there too. All right, bye. Hey. You know, we had a lot of close calls. This is one of the fewer episodes where uh, we had to edit some because we had some technical difficulties. It was pretty much a close shave if we'd have to, uh, oh. whether or not we'd have to fix it. <laughs> How do you know I'm making a pun? You don't even know what we're talking about. Because because I know. I just know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I like to play close to the chest. I like to... Uh, Trim it down. I like to have. Um, how can you not figure that out? Thing. How can you not think that it was? How can you not figure it out? It was a pun. I mean, I don't know. Because I'm Chip, what are we talking about next it. week? What are you talking about next week, Chip? I don't know. Let's see, possibly being shaved or just bald or something. Because you said close shave. I don't know. We will be talking about the very intimate act. I'm actually excited about this episode. The very intimate act of shaving. So, I have is... some experience in this one. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a great <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> everybody does, kind of, right? No, but as a fetish, as a kink, I actually have okay. in this one. So Where... this is a fetish you can only do every few weeks? Depends on what areas you're shaving. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes. We shall yes. see. All right. So, next week? Next week, shaving. This week, dolls. Follow us on that social media at Dinks with Kings. Now, with Kung Fu Action. I'm your host, John Dondero. With me, as always, the Ken Doll. That's very well uh, atomically correct, Mr. Shep. Um, you you know the Kendall actually has no gender. Hmm. Yeah, the Kendall that's atomically correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, you don't have the mound. You have peen. It's okay. The mound. And the only person you ever want to point to the doll where she touched you at. <laughs> Miss Rebecca. Well, Good evening, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you guys time. next week. Bye. Bye.